podcast out but uh putting one out today got a great guest as i always do when i put out these things i know it has been a while and i apologize been really busy a lot going on i'm still busy but starting to um want to start putting some episodes out again um today swan workman is on the show very uh interesting artist it's it's uh He'll, he'll talk to you about it in the interview. You'll hear how all the different uh, mixtures of influence he has as far as the genres go. It's kind of meshed together. Country, rock, all kinds of different things. Um, kind of a country, more country, I think, now is newer stuff, in my opinion, and as uh, in the presentation and all. It's very interesting, very visual, very uh, artistic I'm doing a gig with him on July 8th. I'm in his band, and uh, my band will be opening up for those guys over at the Funk and Dive Bar over on Washington Ave in Ogden, Utah, if you're in the Utah area. That's July 8th. His next show, though, is April 1st, um, which is two Saturdays from now at the recording of this. We recorded this on March 20th, which is uh, the day I'm speaking to you now. You may not hear it until March 21st, 22nd, whatever. But it'll be at the uh, at Kamikazes, which is also in Ogden. So if you're, like I said, I know a lot of people listen to the show are all over America and Europe and stuff. But if you are in Utah, northern Utah, come on up to Ogden, check him out April 1st. And then again on July 8th with us. He's got other shows too. Um, just keep, keep, uh, I would check his Instagram is what I, how I got familiar with him. Um, he just happens to live in Morgan, which is in the mountains. Morgan's a beautiful little town right in the middle of, uh, what is that, Weber Canyon? And, uh, not far from where I live in North Ogden. So good to connect with a, a local guy. And good to do a show. We've been kind of liking each other's posts and stuff for a year now. <laughs> so it's good to connect. And, and you know, I, I like his stuff a lot. It's very, you got to really go to the YouTube channel. And that's, uh, it's Swan, S-W-A-N, Workman. 
W-O-R-K-M-A-N. So definitely do that. Check out the Instagram and the, uh, he's on Facebook too. Not much Twitter action, I don't think. Um, and like I said, YouTube, you're going to be able to see some really good videos. They're high quality videos. Um, you'll, you'll enjoy them. A lot of, uh, I guess you, I guess you would find some humor in some of it, but in a lot of art, a lot of cool stuff. Got a great music. Anyway, coming up is, uh, like I said, next is the interview with Swan Workman. Um, before then, we'll kind of talk a bit about some stuff if you guys want. You know, we talk about all kinds of shit on this uh, podcast. Um, I guess lately what's on in the news is all the high gas prices, but, you know, I don't want to get into all that. I mean... You, you got everybody blaming Biden for it, and then you got people saying, well, it's not him, it's the market, the supply and demand, the oil companies. I tend to lean in that direction because it just doesn't ever seem like, I mean, it, it just has to fit your political agenda. Like, you know, every, if, since it's high, everybody, all the conservatives hate Biden and the gas prices are high, they're going to blame it on him and if they get low, they won't say nothing about it. Like, they were really low under Obama. I'm sure they weren't praising him when they were low then. <laughs> so, and during when uh, Bush was president, they got way high. And I can definitely remember that. It almost put me out of business as a guitar teacher. But, um, yeah, I don't think anybody was bitching. No, the conservatives weren't bitching too much then. So it just kind of has to fit the political agenda. Which uh, we talked, man, Swan talked a little bit about that because he has a podcast as well. You need to check out on YouTube. And uh, he's kind of like me. He's kind of, uh, as far as what he says, he's kind of like in the middle. And, he, you know, we don't often have a place for people like us because I, you know, I'm in the middle. I, most people consider me left, which I'm probably a little more left than I am right. But I think I'm just right there in the middle because I'm kind of pro guns. I'm not all the way pro guns. I'm pro. I don't think people should really have assault weapons and stuff, but I'm totally cool with having shotguns, rifles, pistols, and things to protect yourself with. Um, but, I mean, that's just my own opinion. There's pros and cons to that. I don't want to, you know, don't, that's not, that's not Swan's view. I didn't get his view on that kind of stuff. Then I'm, you know, I'm not, I, I'm not going to get into it all, but I just, let's, let's just say I have a, a lot of left, you know, a lot of right, and left views on things, what would be considered left wing and right wing, I'm somewhere down the middle. Um, don't want to get into it too much. Anyway, that's about it as far as uh, my group, Jeff Lawrence and Warhorse, is the band I'm mainly gigging with right now. I've got gigs coming up uh, March 26th, Notch Pub in Camas, Utah, in the mountains there, and then uh, April 2nd down in Provo, Utah. The City Limits Tavern. I never played there. I'm looking forward to that. What kind of regular is up out there in Camas at the Notch Pub, though? And then let's see, April. I'm forgetting my own dates. I know I've got, I think I've got April 9th at the, at the Yes Hell in Ogden, maybe. And then back at the Notch Pub again. I have to check all my dates. I got a ton of them coming up, but. You guys can catch me at uh, thejslawrence.com. Most of them are on there already. 
And keep an eye out for uh, Swan's new uh, new album coming out. You can check the songs out on YouTube, the ones that are on there. But uh, he's got a new album coming out in April, so definitely check it out. And I'm uh, just going to let it go with that. Um, didn't mean to even get into the political thing. I only stated my one right-wing view. <laughs> I didn't state any of my other stuff. But I'll, actually, I will. I'll, I'll give you a left-wing. I'm definitely uh, pro-LGBTQ. For sure. I'm definitely pro-legalizing marijuana. Um, so there's a couple of left ones to go with your right one. And anyway, we'll talk to you guys uh, soon. I have a new new podcast probably coming out next week too. And uh, coming up next, Swan Workman. of regret I can't seem to unwind I should have known to be a friend of this kind the devil came upon me and crawled right on in he sang me a song of angels and sin fed that worm right into my brain as I crawled up and ran into the rain I wandered to the nearest diner I could find I ordered up a side of black coffee and pie Heard that one sing a song unto me As the waitress walked away with her heart to my key Oh, you never can tell, you never can see The dark heart of humanity Cutthroats and lies and thieves around me And the women who tell me I'm no good to be So just take what you can and think about me I ain't gonna live forever, so just follow me Cutthroats and lies are all we can be Look out for this one who's gonna be king So I got up from my seat and I walked to the door Back into the rain, I needed some more I wandered to the dock and into the streets Till a stranger crept upon me, seeking relief He held up a sign as he smiled at me Toothless grinning, soaked as could be He pulled his cap off and looked to my eyes Saw the devil in me And with a surprise, rich men, beggars, saints and sins Will the same whatever life we are in If you won't save me, then let me be free His sign read as he spoke unto me Oh, you never can tell, you never can see The dark heart of humanity Cutthroats and lies and thieves around me And the women who tell me I'm no good to be So just take what you can think about me I ain't gonna live forever so just follow me Cutthroats and lies are all we can be Look out for this one who's gonna be king So I laid him to rest, laid him down in the rain No more to love and no more to pain I never knew the feeling of a life in my hands But the worm in my brain kept me part of his plans The guilt set in as I went through the night And the pain in my heart was starting to bite The anger inside at the world that I knew turned into 
regret for the deeds that I do To the church I walked as the rain poured on me I knew the devil and his world more happy as could be I went to confession, closed the door just to peek As I hear the priest sit, I started to speak Oh, you never can tell, you never can see The dark heart of humanity Cutthroats and lies and thieves around me And the women who tell me I'm no good to be So just take what you can and think about me I ain't gonna live forever so just follow me Cutthroats and lies are all we can be Look out for this one who's gonna be king Oh you never can tell, you never can see The dark heart of humanity Cutthroats and lies and thieves around me And the women who tell me I'm no good to be So just take what you can and think about me I ain't gonna live forever so just follow me Cutthroats and lies are all we can be Look out for this one who's gonna be king Whoa, whoa All right, joining me right now is Swan Workman. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Jeff? Good. Before we, uh, I appreciate you calling into my my little podcast here. But uh, before we get rolling, uh, you got you got a podcast of your own. I've been checking out. What? What? Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so it's a. We just recently started that up uh, about four weeks ago. Um, a friend of mine, uh, Momus Najmi, he's out in the UK. Um, he and I. Uh, I would say, you know, I, I, like I said, it's, it's a challenge getting into political stuff, but when it comes to political ideology, uh, he and I sit pretty much, like, right in the middle. And, uh, you know, like, I I am a, not a fan of extremism on the right or the left. Um, and, uh, and, and the problem is, is those of us who sit in the middle, there's, like, not a home for us, it, we often feel like. So we've started this podcast to kind of try to create that space. And, uh, if you will, for the ideologically homeless. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would, I would, I think I would probably fit into that too myself. <laughs> yeah. um, where do you, where, where did you uh, con- connect with him at? Um, I actually met him on Twitter a couple of years ago. Um, back when I actually cared about Twitter, I don't really care about much anymore. But <laughs> yeah, uh, it's kind of a dumpster fire. But the, uh, but, but I met, I met him through there, and I don't know, I just casual comments on each other we'd follow each other and we just started getting to know each other and turned you know turned out we had a lot in common now are so you guys friends. no i've been watching on youtube is that where mainly where it's at or is it on other right now it's just on youtube yeah yeah we're we're working on uh actually getting it out through other platforms um but at the moment that's that's the only uh avenue well we're usually uh this my show's been around for a couple of years here, but uh, it's it generally goes out to around you know a couple of thousand people and a lot of people overseas. So maybe maybe grab some listeners over where he's at <laughs> from the <this Yeah>. show. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll, I'll definitely uh, talk to him about this as well, and you know have him have him uh, subscribe. To, are, are and are you on Spotify or YouTube or where? where you yeah, I usually about? I'm on. I'm not on YouTube. I'm on Spotify and. Uh, okay iTunes, I mean, or, or whatever, Apple Podcast, all that stuff. Right. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't ever do a, 
I don't really do a YouTube thing. It was just it's basically it'll just be me sitting here in my sweatpants on YouTube. It wouldn't be that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, for, for for us, YouTube Avenue was was mostly just because of the ease of the ease of it. You know, um, is like Spotify. You got to go through an aggregator uh, versus YouTube. You just upload. So right. Um, but but we'll we'll be going through that step pretty soon though from Spotify. Yeah, it's not too too painful. Um, so uh, over to the music. Where where are you calling me from? Uh, I'm here in Morgan, Utah. Okay, so we're not far. I'm over here in North Ogden. I yeah. I'm not from here. I'm from Georgia. What about you? Where are you from originally? You were from. Here. I, I'm not. I didn't fall too far from the tree. I actually, was born down in Provo. Um, so about an hour and a half south uh, of here, um, in Utah County. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and I've been I've been kind of following you on Instagram for maybe a year or more, but uh, kind of checking out what you've been doing, and and now we're doing a now we're doing a podcast. I ran a, a gig together here shortly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've I've been watching you as well. I, I, um, I saw you were down playing down at uh, was a helper not too long ago, wasn't it? Down there. I was <laughs> I got kind of screwed out of that deal. I uh I got the gig at helper, and then uh I turned on the uh. I turned the helper people on to Mothers of Mayhem, the oh. the, the girls, and then they took my gig. Oh, shit. <laughs> kicked me off and put them on. But uh, that's all right. I like to help them out. Um, but yeah, so we'll be up at uh, we'll be up there at uh, Funk and Dive on uh, well, say July eighth, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's the date you'd given me. So that'd yeah, be exciting. That should be pretty cool. Um. We we've only done one gig there before. They uh, last year it worked out pretty well because they have the big Ogden uh, outdoor concerts like across the street over there in the amphitheater. Oh, uh-huh. and uh, nice. so they kind of yeah. all pour into there before and yeah. after. Flow <laughs> over, yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. Uh, so that works pretty good. Is um, that going to be going on the? Is that going to be going on the same time uh, again this year? Too? Yeah, I think so. And then so last year we had a packed house because it rained like hell and rained out the outdoor concert, uh, so it, it was full. <laughs> but uh, so you got another your next gig uh, is what April first at Kamikaze. Yeah, yeah, April first down at Kamikaze's. Uh, this will be our second time playing at Kamikaze's. Um, pretty cool venue. I'm, I'm sure you've been there. Um, and uh, yeah, it's you know an old old cathedral. It's been converted to a bar, so you know it it. it kind of fits our vibe pretty well <laughs> yeah 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 i was gonna say yeah and then, yeah and that's for that you know that's mainly for people that are listening to the show that are local which um i've got a few that are local a lot of people that listen to the show that aren't are anywhere near here so they wouldn't know what we were talking about but um, yeah I'll, I'll fill them in on the intro um yeah i was gonna ask you about that i, I watched a been kind of deep doing a deep dive into all your music um okay it's kind of unique it's a I don't know what even. I guess you would. I mean, visually, it's country, but and and some of it's got you know a lot of country elements to it, but got a lot else going on there too. Um, yeah, yeah. So so, so with music, uh, I would generally put it under the umbrella of uh, rock and roll um, over country. I would say you know rock and roll with with uh, uh, elements of country, punk, and. Uh, uh, you know, even, even a little dash of metal and blues, um, on parts of it. Uh, so, uh, my, my background, I actually grew up playing classical piano, um, and, uh, uh, you know, grew up singing in the choir and all that. And, and then when I was 
19, I had joined my first metal band, you know, it was a couple of years after I told my mom some things I never should have told her. Um, and I was kind of a punk at the time, jumped into a metal band, uh, thrash metal. Yeah. And, and, you know, it was, uh, was the front man for a thrash metal band for about 10 years, um, just down there in Utah County. You know, we didn't really go anywhere with it. We had one, uh, one album we released off, you know, just on CDs to our, you know, local friends and family. It was nothing ever went online at a time. That was back in the 99 that that went out. So, you know, total different time. Um, but now, but my music now, I definitely pull from a lot of that. And, um, yeah, I've been heavily influenced by a lot of different types of music. Um, but I would say part of the reason my music I think is different is I, I actually focus, uh, while I, while I put the energy into the music and I say music is the medium, I actually focus on the storytelling. Yeah, I, uh, I could see that for sure. Yeah, and, and I, I actually don't like to peg myself as a musician. Um, and that's one of the things on my branding too. I'm working on ways to more brand myself as a storyteller and an entertainer, um, as opposed to a musician. Yeah. Um, and, and there was even like one song that had a lot of, it was almost like a, had like a hip hop kind of vibe on one of them. I can't think of what the. Yeah. Uh, like I know Hey You, for example, has got, uh, has definitely got some like ska elements in it. Um, you know, uh, and, and, uh, I'm trying to figure out like, the stuff that's on there right now. That might be the one you're thinking of. Um, that that could be. Um, but the one, but yeah, that, kinda, the one where you're kind of dancing in the on a dirt road somewhere. <laughs> I can't remember yeah, the name of yeah, it either. Yeah, that, that was, yeah. We I think that's the one we shot out in the Salt Flats. Um, and uh, if it's the one that I'm thinking of, that would be the. Um, um, oh wait, no, no, you're you're talking about fever. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, the, the, yeah, that's right, where we got some. Yeah, yeah. That one, that one's. Uh, um, I wrote that one just as a as a. I don't know. It started as a joke. <laughs> we were <laughs> we were just we were just uh, we were in the in the studio recording. I have a recording studio up here. Um, and my drummer, you know, we, I don't know. It, I kept on saying more floor tom, more floor tom, more floor tom, because you know he just wasn't putting enough in whatever song we were recording at the time. And then, uh, and then he started making a reference to the the uh, Saturday Night Live skit of uh, uh, you know with Will Will Ferrell in it, where he's you know playing and um, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? Uh, uh, you know where he's like, you know what this song needs is more cowbell. Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. I know uh, Chris, uh, Christopher Walken. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know where where they're doing the spoof on a on the Blue Oyster, Blue Oyster Cult song and. So, so kind of started off on a, on just kind of joking around about that, and then you know we ended up turning it into you know a song that goes into the storytelling. Yeah. So where did so when, where did the where did the preacher thing come from? Are you actually an ordained? <laughs> uh, actually, I, I am. Um, but so so there the the new album that that is going to be released here in a few weeks. Uh, it's called Ugly Duck. Um, that's where the preacher stuff is part of right um and with my storytelling what i do is actually put a book out with an album um and so the album kind of acts like a soundtrack if you will um while it's a standalone piece um it also you know you can listen to all that by itself and never have any frame of reference for the story and be just fine um but the but there there is a deeper layer to it uh where i put the story out and the, and this particular story that the album attached to is about an alcoholic preacher 
um, you know, alcoholic, womanizing kind of a, you know, piece of trash creature who's trying to find his own self, you know, sense of salvation. Yeah, yeah. And so, and so the story kind of fits along with that. Um, the previous album that I put out, Six Strings in a Bottle, is a different, you know, is a, is a totally different story. And like, if you watch music videos, for example, on that, I'm actually not wearing the preacher outfit. Um, yeah, I did. Uh, I did see that. Yeah, the, the outfit's different. And so, so as I, as I am putting each, uh, story out, um, I, I change character with those. Um, and, and the music will, will attach to that. Um, I will say though, with preacher thing, we get a really positive reception from that. And so what we've done, uh, with is, uh, I, ha- I have a band that plays with me all the time. And I, for the longest time, I was just pushing myself. And, you know, we'd go out, I'd go do the storytelling thing, but people like the preacher thing, they think it's fun, it's unique. Um, and so I started a band, uh, Swan on the Holy Mediocrity, where uh, what we've done is we've just embraced that, uh, you know, as a um, alcoholic revival, if you will. Um, in, in, in a way, in a sense, you know, <laughs> yeah. a rock and roll, a rock and roll revival, you know, yeah. um, and and that's what the show is that we'll be doing in April. Will be for that. Oh, that's cool. That's very cool. Um, you got to probably uh, do some filming on that. Then Let's do some live filming. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna be. Uh, I've I've been talking to a couple videographers, and I I, I think I'm narrowing it down who I want to work with on that show. Um, uh, for the April first show. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna try to make it up there. I've got a I've got a gig the next night in Provo, so but I think okay. I think I'll probably be able to come up. I don't live that far. Um, oh, that'd be cool. What um, I was gonna ask you do you do do you do all the videos yourself? Because there's this pretty pretty good production on that stuff. Is that all? Is that all? Um, I, I I I hire out uh, videographers. Um, I I work on the like I, I'm pretty. Uh, involved on the production side of it like telling i you know i'm pretty like i know what i want and so i communicate that find the right videographer that can help bring that to life and uh and then you know we roll with it and so uh but i i do outsource the the help on getting the videos themselves done i noticed there was i noticed there was one model that's like in this in more than one of your videos is that somebody that's that's close to you or just somebody you like to use or yeah so there's there's uh there's about three or four people that i use regularly and it's more just relationship based um you know people that i know that they're easy to work with um they're able to help create you know get what i want done um, and I'm, you know, I, I, I do quite frequently go back to, you, you know, utilizing people that I'm familiar with if they've done a good, good enough job at something. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and you said the next, the next album's coming out when in April? Uh, where are we at right now? 20th Right about the end of April. Right about the end of April. Yep. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. And that'll be out on, uh, all the... That'll be out. Yeah, all, all streaming platforms. Um, like I said, a lot of the music videos themselves are already up on YouTube. Uh, there are, I think, three or four videos missing from that right now that should be coming out, you know, relatively in the near future. Um, but the but the uh, album, the full album, will be and the book as well will be released. Okay, uh, a book too. Then 
Is the book uh, is a is it only in physical copy of the book, or can you? No, it'll be it'll be ebook as well. Um, I will have uh, physical copies available. Um, you know, especially by probably by the July show for sure that we're playing. Um, but on the immediate release, it'll be uh, ebook. Very cool. And then how many how many guys you got in your band? How many uh, members? Uh, right now, we're uh, six piece. Um, at the height of our band size, we were all the way up to a nine piece band. Um, but we we've we lost a couple band members, and I'm okay with that right now because you know I want to make sure that who's in there is you know lock solid. You know we we sometimes take a little break, and it takes us a little bit of you know effort to get back polished back up, and uh, and so. I want to just make sure that we're, that we've, especially as we're trying to add more um, on the visual and theatrical elements to our show. Um, I want to try to work with what we got rather than adding too much chaos. But I will say, having a nine-piece band when we were at that is a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I had I had this I had a nine-piece band when I first moved here for quite a while, and it was just kind of hard to got kind of harder and harder to manage when. <laughs> And you never, okay. never knew who was going to show up at the gig. And who, who <laughs> well, well and sometimes, sometimes there's some value to that. Like, you know, uh, like, for example, we have, um, uh, we have two uh, guitar players, um, but when we had a nine-piece, we actually had four guitars. And one of the values actually in that is, even though it's a lot of guitars, like if somebody couldn't make it, um, or if we had a couple, like, I remember the, during the height of COVID, we were out playing a show and, like, like three or four people like for whatever reason all got COVID at the same time and so they couldn't go play and so but we were able to still go do the show because people can uh you know a couple we have a guitar that can hop on bass and we uh, you know and, and and i you know while i try to i try to do as best i can to stay off the guitar so that way i can focus on the performance right. and the, um but there's times though where I do have to hop on guitar, um, and actually our show on in, on April first, um, our bass, our regular bass guitarist, he's going to be out of the country, so I'm going to have to step in and play guitar during the majority of that show. Um, so there is some there is there is something nice sometimes about having you know a little bit larger band is you're able to still get out and go play gigs if people can't make it. But 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 there's there of course the the. Uh, uh, when it comes time to get everybody to show up and practice and lock in, it's all, you know, it also is a lot harder. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. Um, and I was going to ask you, too, are, are you in the same, probably in the same situation a lot of us are in around here, but uh, are a lot of your guys in ba are a lot of your band members like in other bands, too, and stuff like that? Um, a couple of them are, yeah. Um, I've got, uh, like, our lead guitarist, uh, uh, Jimmy Washer, he plays with Balls to Pone. Oh, yeah, plays, I know Jimmy pretty well. Yeah, and he plays, he also plays with the Elders occasionally. Um, and, yeah, so, like, he's been playing with me uh, consistent well, with our band now. I think he's been with us almost a year and a half, but um, he's played with me a lot in the past, too. I've known Jimmy a good while. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Paul Wise, our drummer, um, he, he also plays with a couple other bands. Um, Jason, our sax player, he will sometimes jump in and do a fill-in with like uh, 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 Dizzy um, down at you know when they go 
play the lighthouse and such, but he, but that's that's a rare occasion. He mostly were were really his main primary band, and then everybody else that were the only ones they play with right now. <clears throat> yeah, I saw Jimmy in a. Last weekend, I think, at Ball, doing Ball's Capone yeah. gig. I'm pretty f- good friends with uh, Patrick, the singer there. And, oh, cool, cool. But I've known Jimmy a good bit. He's great. And I have him in yeah. there. Now, talk a little bit about guitar, because I, I actually have a lot of like guitar nerd guys that listen to the show. <laughs> okay. and, uh, so do you play, are you are you mainly rhythm guy, or do you play some of the solos and stuff, too? Or No, um, I focus on the rhythm when I'm on guitar, and I focus on the song. Um, I, I hire out like on the, for live shows, obviously I got Jimmy and, and, you know, occasionally Eric will fill in if Jimmy's not able to, um, and I, like I used to play, I used to play with Dan Nobles a lot in the past too. Um, and, uh, but for my session work, like when I'm recording, I hundred percent, I outsource my, my guitar work, um, because that is not my strong suit, and that's okay with me. What's your uh, What's your go to guitar though when you are doing it? When I'm playing a live show, uh, my go to is the Martin 500X, the matte black one. Um, the $500 guitar. Uh, it's lightweight. I don't know if you've played on one of those. Yet I or think not. I had one. Is that the one that's kind of? It's not really. It's got like a almost a composite kind of. Yeah, yeah, it's like a Formica. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I had one of those. on the exterior, and then it's got a wood framing on the inside. Yeah, yeah. You have to do, yeah, yeah, you have to do a little tweaking on the, on, you know, on your um, EQ to get it to sound how you want it. But um, for live guitar, I'm like, hey, it's great. You know, I, for, for me, it's great. I can usually get it to sound how I need it to, and I'm not worried about banging it up or you know for like you said, 500 bucks out of something that's basically plastic yeah i thought it always sounded good plugged into the pa yeah. that's the because that's the biggest problem i've had with a lot of uh acoustic guitars they sound great until you plug them into the pa and then they yeah sound like a cheap electric you got it the old old school sears or something <laughs> but, right, right but yeah that my, would that's my, what i used to use that for uh yeah, yeah. My, my favorite electric um, that I keep in the studio, I don't ever play with it live, but uh, it's just the, the Gibson Les Paul. Um, you know, I, I've got one of those um, hanging up, and I do, you know, we'll use that for a lot of recordings. Um, but the, you know, and I'll play it sometimes in the studio, but I don't really ever take that one out live much. But, <clears throat> and you said you originally started on piano, so when you write, yeah. do you write on piano, or you just write on the acoustic? Um, actually, mm-hmm. uh, it depends on the song. Uh, mostly I write from the guitar, um, because it's quick and easy, um, and especially if I'm just working on like melodies and, and uh, you know, the song, how the song's going to work out, structure, melodies, etc., um, I'll usually write off the guitar. Um, I'm, I've been playing the guitar since I was about 21, uh, so it's, I mean, that's 21 years now. Um, I just turned 42 this year, so, uh, you know, I've been playing long enough. I, it's actually easier, uh, even though I grew up on the piano, it's easier for me to um, not have to think on the guitar, Yeah, if that makes sense, you know, when I'm, when I'm playing. And you probably have the story written out first and then kind of right around that, huh? It, it, it depends. Uh Yes and no. Um, I would say I'm definitely leaning more toward that as I continue to write more. Um, there's a I, I used to do this thing where I would um, I would just like write a new song a week, right? And I would have to have it done every Friday. Actually, I, I used to call it self-destructing song Friday. 
So I would, I would write a song, put it up, take it down after 24 hours, you know, and, and I would just write it, it. And so I actually have a lot of material from that, that some of them didn't end up being too bad. And, you know, there's some garbage in there too, but, you know, a lot of it really ended up not being too terrible. Um, so uh, it, it, so it, it depends on what I'm writing. Now, nowadays, I'm definitely pushing more toward the story side first um, because I found that that does help channel the songwriting to be more congruent with each other. Got it for sure. And you, um, do you, uh, do you guys play out of state any, or are you mainly just kind of hanging? Not right now. Uh, I, we definitely are. We definitely would like to start pushing toward that route. Um, and I. You know, we'll probably start looking at that this year, uh, but we haven't been yet. Yeah, it's uh, I, I normally don't either. I normally kind of stay in. I probably I pretty much play at the four same four or five places over and over. But I'm kind of on the uh, on the down slope. I'm I'm about twelve years older than you, so I'm kind of kind of winding yeah. it down <laughs> instead of winding it up. Well, it's between that too, though. You build relationships, and you know, if you got you know if you can develop a, a a basis of people that that follow you and people that like you, and you know you'll know that you'll always get the people to show up. Yeah, and that's kind of what I do because I found uh, it's it's always been a little tough for me getting into the actual what they call the music scene in Utah because just coming from another place, I don't know everybody that well, and uh, right. I've been here a while now, but I just I don't have the time to go to open mics on Mondays and things like that, and right. Right, kind of tends to you tend to blackball yourself out of the market in some places. <laughs> yeah, well, well, in Utah, Utah's an interesting scene too. It's not, it's, it's not a. I would say it's, a, it's harder in Utah um, than it is in uh, more musically diverse and more musically ripe areas. You know, you say you're from Georgia. Um, I know down south, there's a lot more of a vibrant music scene. Um, out that way uh, than there is here. You know, Utah, uh, it's it's not really, it, it's really fairly young, I would say, um, even as long, you know, as long as music's been around here, the music scene is still really quite young um, and hasn't really curated super well. Um, you get a few bands that pop up that, you know, ha- that managed to have that spark. Um, but even them, you know, like you look like Royal Bliss, Jagertown, et cetera. But even them, you know, they've been at it for a while, you know, and, and they, you know, and, and the people show up for them. Yeah. More than anything. <clears throat> yeah. I spent a, I spent a year playing with Jagertown. <laughs> um, I don't, I, I don't, we don't talk about that too much on the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's okay. I just it didn't end. It didn't end well. Um, I guess, I guess. But they're, but they're like nine guitarists into it at this point, so I don't think. It, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. They're, they're a big band too. Sure. <laughs> I, I, I watched them once live, and it was fun. You know, they, they do put on a fun show. But yeah, it, it is a big band too. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. What I, biggest thing I've noticed around here is just the everybody in being in the two, three different bands. That was the biggest difference for me to move here because in Georgia, you tend to be in one band and it's and that's it like and then you it's kind of i don't know it seems like the band members get really mad if you go play with someone else it's almost like it's like a gang it's like a gang mentality thing down there yeah and everybody's fighting for a spot there's so many more it's easier in a way because there's so much more music so many more places to play but then there's so many more 
there's so many talented people fighting for the same spots. It's kind of right. ends up being almost the same. <laughs> as right, right. Um, but yeah, I've, I've kept you now a good while, a little bit longer than I told you I would. So <laughs> okay. I, I apologize for that. Um, I'll tell you. But uh, go ahead. Let's go ahead and give everybody all your links and stuff. Um, sure. So. Yeah. So. So uh, um, on Instagram, uh, so I'm, I'm on Instagram. That's that's where I'm honestly the most active right now. Um, and, you know, just Swan Dot Workman, um, and then I'm also on Facebook um, a little bit more. You know, a little bit not as active as I should be, but I, I'll put up all my you know events and shows on there. Um, and uh, I, I think it's just I think it's at Fit Swan Workman there, um, and then YouTube. YouTube is where I've got the majority of my music right now because a lot of it's in music video format. Um, until this album gets released at the end of April, in which case Spotify will also have just as much. I do have some on Spotify uh, for my first uh, single release, Six Strings in a Bottle. Um, there's a couple songs there as well as like Apple Music, uh, Amazon Music, etc. Um, if you want to read the book, Six Strings in a Bottle, that's on, uh, that is on I or, uh, what, what's the Apple books or whatever. Or yeah. Whatever it's, yeah. It's iTunes. And that, and, and Kindle and, and all, yeah, that, as well yeah. as that. Six Strings in a Bottle is a real short read. It's like 60 pages. Um, you know, and that's where also where there's only a couple songs associated with it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of where everything's at right now. Um, my band Swan and the Holy Mediocrity, uh, that's also just currently on Instagram, but, um, we, we, through that band, we're going to be putting out our first single probably by the end of May. Um, we'll be, and we'll be playing that song, uh, it's called Clowns, um, on, we'll be debuting that on April 1st. Um, that was a pretty fun song. So, okay. Yeah. Definitely make it out if you can, if you're local. Yeah, and I'll get. I'll definitely uh, when I do the intro to the show, kind of put all that back out there again. And uh, yeah, man, I appreciate it. And I appreciate you being on. And I, uh, I like your stuff. I'm, I'm into it. I'm, I'm cool. I like the uh, fact that you have books with it and stuff. And it's not normally I have authors on here or musicians. And I think you may be the exactly. first that was both. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's it's fun. It's you know it's a lot of work though, but it is. Yeah, fun. it is. Everything you do seems like a lot of work, but it all it all seems to pay off because it's all it's all good uh, quality stuff. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, man, if you ever if you're ever looking for a, another guitarist, I'm just down the road. Okay, <laughs> keep awesome. me in mind. Yeah, we, we there, there are definitely times. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we may be actually. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll talk to you. Yeah, we'll talk so. off the air on that. But uh, yeah, man, and I'm looking forward to meeting you. I, I, hopefully, I'll see you on April first at that show. But if not, I'm definitely uh, looking forward to doing the show with you on July eighth, and should be fun. Be a fun time. Yeah. All right, man. Well, you have a thanks for calling in on the Sunday because you're a preacher. Yeah. I'm, I'm breaking into your Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, man. Well, uh, I'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. All right, appreciate it, Jeff. Thanks. See you later. Bye. All right, folks, there you have it with uh, my interview with Swan Workman. That is S-W-A-N-W-O-R-K-M-A-N, Swan Workman. Definitely check out his YouTube channel. The videos are awesome. Definitely uh, check out the iTunes. There's a couple of songs on, on uh, Spotify, um, but like I said on the interview, he's going to be releasing new stuff just around the corner here in a couple weeks in April. 
all new stuff, all good stuff. Um, you heard one song on here today, and then more where that came from. But yeah, I, in my opinion, you got to see the videos um, to get the full picture. Good visual stuff. Good storytelling stuff, like he talks about. And again, if you get a chance, if you're in the Ogden, Utah area, or anywhere in northern Utah, go up to Kamikazes and check him out on April 1st. Uh, there's another band with him there that night, too, but I just can't remember who they are. And then the we'll be doing a gig together, Jeff Lawrence and War Horse, and then, uh, and then Swan's Band on July 8th at the Funk and Dive, which is also in Ogden, Utah. Um, if you want to catch my band out, my next show is going to be this coming Saturday in Camas, Utah. So if you're in like the northern, what is that, northeastern part of Utah, you know, Park City, Colville, any of those kind of areas, definitely come out for that. We'd love to have you. I think we play pretty early. I think we play 8 to 11. Don't quote me on that. might be 9. Um, and then after that, we got April 2nd. Next, the Saturday following this Saturday, come uh, down into City Limits Tavern, Provo, Utah. Never played there, but uh, looking forward to it. And then after that, April 9th, we are at the cabin in Park City. So I said, I think I may have said something else in the intro, so I had it confused. So April 9th, the cabin in Park City, Utah. We play there a lot. It's a good place. So if you're in Park City area, anywhere, come up to the cabin. You know, it's only like a 25-minute drive to from Salt Lake to the cabin, so a lot of people don't realize that, but come on up. April 22nd is the Yes Hell in Ogden, Utah, over on uh, Grant Ave. So that's the four dates I got coming up. I got a bunch more, but I'll give you their other ones on, on the next show. And it's good to be back. I want to again apologize that I haven't been doing shows. Haven't done any in, uh, I don't know, it's been a couple of months. I, I got really busy, and then I had a, you know, a, a medical issue come up. Nothing major, nothing to talk about, really, with that. But been playing show after show after show, Fridays and Saturdays. And, and that's another thing I've been doing the guitar for, Gold Dust Refugees, which is the Tom Petty, Stevie Nicks tribute that we do. And so I was having to work a lot on that stuff and learn all those things pretty pretty much note for note. Hopefully I can still remember them. <laughs> and that's another thing on April 29th, back at the cabin in Park City, Utah. I think it's, that's a Friday. Uh, we'll be there. The Gold Dust Refugees will be back doing that at the cabin. And I'll keep you informed on all that stuff too. Also got the CCR tribute going, but don't really have any shows to report on that that's kind of been in and out in and out in and out we finally did add gary drano to the to the mix um but we haven't done any shows yet so we got that coming soon um that's about it i'm gonna let you guys go um kind of a short episode but a good episode appreciate you tuning in and i will talk to you on the next round but uh like again again i'd like to thank Swan Workman for being on the show. Check out his uh his podcast on YouTube too, by the way, and visit his Instagram as well as mine. You can visit my Instagram on. Uh, he's easier to find. There ain't that many people named Swan, but 
There is a few Jeff Lawrences out there, but you can find me at on Twitter at Jeff S. Lawrence One, Instagram J Law Music Man. Um, on my YouTube channel, I've had to change it once again. I there it was Jeff Lawrence Lessons is the last one I had. There's there's all kinds of shit on there. I got to get that straight. They keep changing policies and having to get different channels. It sucks. But anyway. You can go to my website, thejslawrence.com. You can find all 26 of my albums on iTunes, Spotify, and all that, either under Jeff Lawrence or under J.S. Lawrence. And there is one under Jeff Lawrence and Warhorse. My latest release is Jeff Lawrence, um, Lone Wolf, just a single. Probably got a couple more singles coming out this year, too. Uh, I'll keep you keep you informed on that. Um, Facebook, just uh, Jeff S. Lawrence. You can find me there. But... That's about going to do it. If you do want to donate to the show, uh, go to Venmo, Jeff-Lawrence-48. Or go right to where I record the show at, at anchor.fm slash Jeff-Lawrence. You can you can donate once a month. You can do like a dollar a month. It would help. I'd keep the show coming out more frequently, that's for sure. But anyway, that's going to do it. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you on the next episode.